1: Lauren, do you fancy some chocolate? Yes, definitely. A biscuit boost for
0: you and a mint arrow for me. Lovely, but not today. Sorry, it's not that kind of chocolate. We are going to embark on a cacao ceremony. I'm Nicole Goodman.
1: And I'm Lauren Mishcon and this is Self Care Club.
0: The advice for self care today is endless and can be yet another overwhelming job for women
1: every episode we trial a different self-care practice, live it to the letter for a week and report back to you on the results.
0: Will it actually improve your well-being or will it be another waste of your time? We test out self-care so you don't have to. Welcome to Self-Care Club. Before we jump into today's episode we wanted to talk to you about our ever-growing Facebook group that's on, funnily
1: enough, Facebook. It's called Self-Care Clubbers. So if you are not a member, jump to Facebook, search for us and come and join the community. It's a lovely group. There's lots of chat. There's lots
0: of talk about self-care. There's lots of people giving advice. There's lots of people taking the mickey out of us and talking about bits that they liked on the show. It's honestly, there's posts every day. It's really fun. And we would really love you to be a part of it. You can just search on Facebook for Self-Care Clubbers or you can scroll down to our show notes and you'll see the link there.
1: So, what is cacao? Known as the medicine of the gods by Mesoamericans, ceremonial grade cacao is not the same as commercial chocolate. It's made of 100% cacao bean paste with no additives. Because it's had little to no processing, all the original minerals, compounds, nutritional elements and fats are retained. Cacao is packed full of beneficial minerals and mood-enhancing properties. It can help reduce stress and anxiety, promote a healthy mental state and create a general sense of well-being in your life. Cacao is naturally free from sugar. So when consumed, it
0: generates a potent heartwarming and heart-opening sensation around the body without Experiencing the peaks and dips with sugar. Cacao contains a molecule called theobromine, which is like a sister molecule to caffeine. Unlike caffeine, however, its stimulating effects focus more on blood flow and the heart than on the nervous system. So people often experience it as a more grounded energy source than caffeine. Cacao is not psychoactive or mind altering, but instead is a safe consciousness lifting plant medicine. A safe consciousness lifting plant medicine. Mm -hmm. Lovely. I'd love Mm -hmm. to have that as a title. Mm.
1: And it can be enjoyed as a daily drink and is better experienced when prepared with intention. Cacao is a thousands years old Central American rite that Olmec, Aztec and Mayan elites leaned on to connect with the gods and promote good health. It can be used in ceremony, which is what we're doing today. A cacao ceremony is any sort of ceremony in which a cacao beverage is consumed to elevate the spiritual ritual being practised. And today, more and more people are exploring its benefits. It's an opportunity to carve out time to tend to our emotional and spiritual needs. And when it's done with intention, it can be possible to gain an expansive and elevated state. It's commonly done alongside meditation and other practices like yoga, music, movement, sound vibrations and mindfulness. The aim is to stimulate creativity and support us to set new goals and intentions and to let go of what no longer serves us should we look at some benefits yes please
0: right it's heart opening yeah because of the way the theobromine significantly increases blood flow people often experience a heart opening sensation after drinking cacao you may feel feel filled up with love or open and connected to other
1: people i mean it's so up your street totally up my strata yeah it's mood boosting you might have an overall feeling of happiness and contentment with each sip it can help you focus the stimulating effects of cacao can help people focus longer and deeper on the spiritual practice of the ceremony it's like an extended meditation
0: uh, it can be very sensual there is an association between love sensuality and chocolate and with more blood flowing there's more oxygenation happening in the body and we're more sensitive to touch oh my
1: god it sounds like there could be cuddling oh sounds lovely Drink it before you know. Drink a huge cup of milky cacao before sex. Is that what you're? Is that what you're saying? Yeah. No, you'd have like a big milky belly
0: be awful. You don't have to have a massive cup. You don't have to have like a massive <laughs> cup. You could have half a cup so you're not totally full of, you know, yeah. like blobbing around. That is not, a, that's
1: not a it good thing. It says feeling. it makes you more sensitive to touch. Sounds lovely. Okay. Maybe we should tr- test that shit out. Not with each other. Just, <laughs> just test it out. We should, but we don't have any cacao. We can get some. I've, I've got some cacao nibs coming in my cardo shop later today. Great! But they have to be ground cacao, doesn't it? Melt it. Test it out. Let me know. It's also really good for your health. It's high in antioxidants, iron, magnesium, calcium, and there's research showing that a small consumption of cacao can also improve your heart
0: health. Whilst ceremonial cacao is suitable for most people, there are always exceptions. As we'd always like to bring here on the show, scientific studies have shown cacao, when treated with respect, is perfectly safe and healthy and can naturally help with many symptoms. But there are a few precautions regarding compatibility and existing health disorders or medications. It should not be taken by anyone on M-R-A-I-O antidepressants. And if you are pregnant or breastfeeding, if you have a heart condition, low or high blood pressure, a blood disorder, or if you take any other medication, then it's always best to check with your doctor before <laughs> consuming cacao and to take a lower serving size of 15 to 20 grams. Yeah, so I'm We laughing. took 40 grams. We took 40 yeah. grams because that's the ceremonial dose. Yes. I'm laughing because... You can never get a doctor's appointment. So can you imagine booking a doctor's appointment? You have to wait like three weeks for the doctor's appointment. You (laughs) go in and they're like, like, what can I (laughs) help you with today? It's like, am I allowed to drink cacao? Yeah. I mean, that would be a little bit of a waste... Of NHS time.
1: But I feel like in the UK, we don't have like this sort of instant access to our GPs. Whereas in America, I don't, I, and I, obviously only know this from watching far too much television, but I feel like they've always got access to a physician and they can just call up at any time. And they're always on the phone to their physician all the time. They're not like, always on, on a Saturday the phone. Afternoon. On what show are they always on
0: just the phone to their physician? Just all the, the shows physician? where
1: they're like, call your physician. Okay, I'm going to give them a call. Give me one show. Hey, Dr. Turner, is it okay if I take cacao? Yeah, sure. No problem. You know, like I don't feel we have this sort of rapport this this intimate connection you with do our with physicians. your dentist. <laughs> you Maybe. Actually, you've, you've kind of made that up because I only see David the dentist once a year. David, but the you've dentist. decided that we have this whole like thing. I do actually. That's a lie. I do see him walking the dog most days, and I wave. But I, we, don't, I don't like call him up. You you did call him up. Well, I only called him up for the teeth whining, but it was that was a specific tooth based issue.
0: <laughs> I needed his advice. <laughs> Wasn't actually advice. an issue.
1: Wasn't actually an issue. I needed his professional opinion and permission to do it. Permission. Because he looks after my teeth. Okay, maybe I do have a bit of a special <laughs> relationship with David, the dentist. <laughs> <laughs> I'm very fond of him. I trust him. <laughs> oh, she's blushing. <laughs> oh no, my God. Is he, is, he's like in his 60s. Is he hot? He can still be in no. his hot in his 60s. No, it's not like that I just really trust him with my teeth are you now going to tell him that this show goes out to how many thousands the, of people I tell him about the podcast all the time
0: does, does he know he's mentioned on it It's
1: like ah, oh, it's so great is it still going so well for you yes thanks David it's thanks so great. David you give us
0: lots of content thank you so much for being a part of the show
1: I mean, I'm now not going to see him for another year because I've just seen him. So I'll I'll let him know. Well, you'll see him every day.
0: You see him every day on the dog walk. You <laughs> I just don't said. chat
1: to him. I, I'm normally like he's walking and I'm driving past, and I just give him a cheery wave. We're not like walking together.
0: Send him sexual energy. Oh my god, I can't.
1: <laughs> I can't even tell you how not sexual the energy is. It's just dentist patient energy. That's the energy. But why do we talk about it so much? Now? Because
0: <laughs> you're saying you that I've got a thing. <laughs> <laughs> you don't know my dentist's name. Do you know my dentist's name? I also have a dentist. His name is Mark. And he's, and he's very nice. He's very nice, actually. He's okay. very, very, very nice man. But I don't have a thing for him. So we se- w-
1: Do you have a sexual energy with him? I mean, no one's ever asked me that question before ever. Do you have a sexual energy with your dentist? No, he's checking my teeth. I mean, that is odd. I don't think I asked, like I think that. it was more of a statement, wasn't it? I don't, well, the answer's no. Anyway,
0: my God. I'm just saying, I know a lot yeah. more about your dentist than you know about mine, which You're would...
1: you really lucky. Which would,
0: which might point towards the fact that you might have a bit of a thing do, for your dentist. Do you have
1: anything to tell me about Mark? <laughs> I don't have anything to tell you. He checks my anything teeth. you want to
0: share? He checks my teeth. Yeah. That's pretty much the extent of our relationship. Okay. I don't see him every day walking the dog. Okay. I do see him sometimes. Here we go. (laughs) I do see him sometimes in Waitrose. I do see him sometimes in Waitrose. (laughs) Oh, my God.
2: (laughs) I do. Or like walking
0: down my high street, our
1: local high street. Okay. There you go. He's a very nice dentist. Well, that's been a lovely interlude. Anyway, back to the actual show. (laughs) To help us with our week and facilitate the ceremony, we enlisted the help of Helen Driver, who is a trained cacao practitioner, meditation teacher and transformational space holder. She's the founder of The Rising Space, which was originally born from her own transformational relationship with grief after losing her mother. It took Helen years to positively connect with her memory instead of being engulfed by her absence. Helen found healing tools that deeply transformed her life, and she found purpose in sharing them and empowering others through The Rising Space, which encourages slow Living in a fast-paced world, Helen is trained as a space holder and a certified cacao practitioner to hold safe, supportive, and empowering space for others. We had a chat with Helen before we did the cacao ceremony, and this is what she had to say. Helen, welcome to Self Care Club. Thank you for having me. I want to kick off with the question of why would you use cacao? Why wouldn't you use tea or coffee or Lemonade. What's so special about cacao? You're pushing the question there with
0: lemonade. (laughs) (laughs)
2: Um, It's a really beautiful, uh, heart-opening drink that's been celebrated for many years, especially in Mesoamerican cultures and South America too. So it's an ancient plant medicine. And I think what you're saying about all different drinks, you can have any drink and ritual because it's about pouring intention into it. Um, so tea ceremonies obviously exist. Um, drinking a lemonade, if you want to pour an intention into a lemonade, <laughs> thats <laughs> that can work. But the properties of cacao are really special. And they're not only good for you, but it's also a heart opener. And what I mean by that is there's a scientific thing that happens when you drink cacao. Uh, The theobromine, it basically opens up that space, increases blood flow. So that's why it's likened to coffee, but it's not like that massive rush or crash that you get from coffee. Um, So it's very different and it's a really beautiful way to activate that center. So you can like connect and meditate and uh, build practices in to Really take yourself on a journey. Okay. Lovely.
0: Mm -hmm. How do you consume it? You eat it,
2: drink it. Is it mixed mixed with anything? You can eat it because it comes as a uh, solid uh, bar and then it can be ground down. Or, like I do, I chop mine down. Um, and then you can eat it as a bar of chocolate or you can consume it as a drink, which is what I've prepared for you today.
0: Okay. Is there any difference in how you consume it in the experience?
2: That's a really good question. Um, it's normally consumed liquid because it uh, enters your bloodstream quicker. Okay. So... That's why it's, it's usually consumed as a drink. Plus, when you're um, drinking it slowly, drinking it with sips, uh, there's a way of really like activating that um, intention, that brew. And it's just something that's been done for f- a very long time in ceremony. So that's how it's enjoyed, really, rather than the normal bar of chocolate that we see on the shelves, which we is. We just mm. scoff. <laughs> yeah. Well, <while> I scoff. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mix with it? Do you mix anything in with it, or is it just the pure chocolate? Oh, you have to have uh, water. Yep, um, and then uh, you can use plant milk. So whatever plant milk you prefer. So I do half and half. Okay, I do cashew milk, and then I do uh, water, filtered water. So it, what? Delicious. What's the taste like? Is it bitter? Yeah. So what we're accustomed to is the sweet taste of chocolate that's on the shelf. Yeah. So that's highly processed. It's got lots of sugar yeah. in it, and um, this is the raw, uh, unprocessed version of that. So you'll identify it as chocolate because it looks like liquid chocolate, uh, like a hot chocolate, um, but it's not got the really sweet aftertaste. It is it is a bit bitter, like you said, um, and it gets a little bit of getting used to, but it's really beautiful when you do. It's, it's creamy, it can be uh, mixed with other things like turmeric, ginger, spices. So um, once you get over that initial sort of a taste of it being slightly more on the bitter uh, spectrum it's really beautiful okay and is there a specific dose i mean can you like take too much or take too little like with everything yes if you uh, consume anything too much then it's not really good for you so um the thing that can happen is if you have too much like over 40 grams of it per person you may get heart palpitations. Okay. You may feel, uh, you know, what I said about the increased blood flow. That's what gives you that kind of palpitation. Um, so, any everything in moderation and treated with respect is really important, especially in ceremony.
0: So, what is the recommended dose? Is it forty grams, as you said?
2: 40 is like a really, it's a ceremonial dose Okay. Um, for an everyday kind of meditation between 20 um, Someone who uses it quite consistently it could be 30. For people who are pregnant or who are on medication, usually between 10, 12 grams.
0: Oh, yeah. m- quite a bit lower. Yeah. And why is it, uh, m- why is the dose bigger when you're doing it in a ceremony rather than when you meditate all daily?
2: It's all to do with... Um, The deepening of the experience. Okay. Yeah. So the kind of more that you have, um, the more it activates. uh, And that's simply... um, you know, because you're ingesting more of the properties, the compounds, okay. the activation of all of those minerals and the things I've told you about, which are just really good for you. They get everything kind of moving, changing, not just only like on a physical level, but energy flow, too. So um, if you consume more, then it's more, uh, you know, a ceremonial dose. And that's what's been enjoyed um, for centuries, if not okay. thousands of years. Wow. What? Yeah
1: should we expect going into this ceremony? I have no idea. <laughs> I, I just either. know stay open. That's all I know. But what what what's gonna happen? Yeah. I honestly... Is Laura
0: gonna cry? I'm <laughs> she loves
1: it when I cry. It's only happened once on the show.
2: Let's see what happens twice. Happen twice. twice. <laughs> Seven, twice. Anything can happen, and I don't mean that in a kind of uh, scary way, but I think when you come into ceremony with a, like I, I told you guys before, which is just come in open, Yeah. Um, it's about leaving expectations at the door. Actually, I think that's the most important thing, and just leaving yourself open to the experience. When we come in with uh, an expectation or uh, an intention that you're firmly rooting into the experience – you, you are almost narrowing your vision, narrowing the experience because you've come in um, wanting something out of it and the point of this plant medicine and the practices that I use is it's meant to just gently soften and uh, melt away all of those sort of things because in society, in life, we always have these expectations on ourselves Uh, intentions we want for our future for our loved ones and they they can make us quite rigid because there's no room to then grow and see what happens with just leaning in and staying aware and open and I think this is the thing I always say to people when they come into space is you know have an idea of of something you'd like to bring to space but but also allow yourself to be open to the unfolding journey and I think that's like with life as well, mm. you have an idea, totally. but then you don't firmly root into it um, because it doesn't help you to grow. I always think of that like a tree. You know, you have the solid roots, but then the branches are things that flow in the in the breeze and they move. So it's about staying rooted in in yourself, but then being open to the ebbs and flows of life. Nice. So there's
1: nothing that we need to particularly prepare or do.
2: Just to go in trusting
1: you to lead us through it
2: yeah and um I would say yeah I think the most important thing is whenever you're coming into a space I think when you tell yourself I'm going to be like this um or I'm not going to do that you're you're setting yourself a boundary already um which means that the experience is is somewhat limited Um, If you've experienced anything like meditation or even yoga practices, you know, a good yoga teacher will tell you, don't push your body into these shapes, just flow with what you can do, but stay open and mindful of your practice. And I think that's the same thing with how I like to um, hold space for people Um, on a just a purely practical point of view, not having a very uh, heavy meal before a cacao ceremony is really important. That was good. That was lucky because we were going to have lunch before we came, but we postponed. (laughs) We
1: did postpone. I was very stressed about it.
2: (laughs) Well, it will fill you up a little bit. It's nice in that sense. And so
1: what happens?
0: So we'll drink the cacao and then you take us through a meditation. Is that what happens? Do we talk in the
2: ceremony? You're invited to share your experiences at certain points um, and also share what might come up for you when I ask a question. Um, I will lead us in a short opening ceremony to pay tribute to cacao and the people who have harvested cacao and, you know, because it's not our particular cultural um, practice. Um, And then I will lead you into a meditation visualization we'll have an opportunity to journal um and also share and it's not a thing of share your experiences just open-ended we'll have a conversation about certain things that may have come up visually for you or I might I will intuitively guide you guide you on a journey based on what you share with me so th- the thing I think about ceremony is that people think that when they come into a space that there's this person in a guru-like state to, guiding you and you're just sitting there as a passive person. The way I feel ceremony is, works best is when it's reciprocal. So I feed off what you are sharing with me or your energy or what you might want from the space and then I will guide you on that journey to better and a richer experience. Lovely. love it
0: i love it okay i'm how, l- excited. how long does it take roughly
2: usually an hour and a half okay. But okay depending on the amount of people if it's a bigger group of people i sometimes do two two and a half um but if it's an intimate space like ours today it will be just over an hour
1: amazing great okay
2: but if i do one-to-one space when i'm working with clients i usually do an hour and a half because of the kind of experiences that people want to bring to space okay and
0: How can people get in touch with you? How can they find out more about their work before we go into this ceremony? (laughs) Tell them how how to reach you.
2: Um, Through my website, which is uh, therisingspace.co.uk and also my Instagram handle, which is at therisingspace. Very easy.
0: That's (laughs) how I found you, isn't it? I googled cacao and you came up.
2: Nicole's Nicole's wanted to do this for so long.
1: So, so long. It's been like one of her dream practices to try.
2: Oh, brilliant! It amazing. really has. Yeah. So what here you, you are to, um, wanting to try it. What did you know about cacao? Um,
0: <laughs> truthfully, I'd seen it on The Real Housewives. <laughs> <laughs> That's
2: Look, I, I felt shame
0: when I said <laughs> which, it, but that is which the Which franchise, truth. If I may ask? I think it was. It's Salt one Lake, I haven't seen, but I'd wanted to do it before that. I've just always been really curious and intrigued by it to see just how it
1: works. Mm. Okay, let's do this. Yeah. Horizon Studios, let's go further. So before we get onto it, yeah, should we talk about um how you know, what were you feeling before you went into this Well, you you'd seen this on the Real Housewives of which one? Don't know which franchise. I want to say Salt Lake City. But I don't know if that's true. Yeah, but I'd wanted to do it way before I'd seen that. and, And we'd been wondering, where can we do it? And is it a very rare thing? And we'd been diving around looking for someone to do it with. And then you found Helen. (laughs) We had not been diving around. Where were we diving around? We were doing some internet research about where to do it and who would do it. And then you found Helen. Went for a swim in the Thames. We dived around. God, I would never swim in the Thames. Looking for people. Has anyone got any gag out? You're not interested in my metaphor. I thought it was quite nice. I was just going to say that you found Helen and you did a great job in Went finding Helen. Went to the local leisure centre, dived in the pool. I'm not going to the Got local leisure centre either. <laughs> Got any gag out? <laughs> okay. You did a shit job in finding Helen. you did a great job in finding I, Helen. I thought you found her. You found her. I believe. I did find her. Yes. I,
0: I did find her. You did. Go me. Go you. Yes, yeah, she was lovely, wasn't she? She's brilliant. Can and we- she wasn't... <laughs> This is a complete generalisation of what I'm about to say. She wasn't shaman-like.
1: I actually think she was quite shaman-like. Even though she was a shaman, is a shaman. Is she a shaman? Well, of sorts. I don't know if she would describe herself as a shaman, I would say. But I think only a shaman can do the ceremony. I'd say she would describe herself as a space holder and a cacao practitioner.
0: But when you think of a shaman, <clears throat> yeah, you think of like, like, Someone with long hair, who's very hippy-fied, Sort of, I'm thinking like a beard. You're thinking
1: of a man. I'm
0: thinking of a man, right? Yeah, who Shaman like can be women, walks then. around topless. Oh, I
1: you think know. you're thinking of like Raara. Yeah, <laughs> <Keep> <laughs> a little your, bit. Yeah, yeah. Okay. To me, she was quite shaman-like. I don't think so. She she fitted the brief. She me. totally fitted the brief, and yes. So, how, how were you nervous about it? No, not at all. I was really interested in it, and I was really interested to see what was going to happen, how it would feel, what it would taste like. Um... I, was, I felt very open and comfortable in, in doing it. But I, I, it wasn't that dissimilar from, from some semi-weird doula shit I've done in the last 16 years. It didn't feel like totally out of the box. And especially considering what you and I do, I was like, yeah, this, this is okay. I can do this. Yeah, it was very safe. Yeah. Did you feel you I
0: was excited? Re- I was really, really excited. I <laughs> woke up that morning. I'm like, I'm going to do a cacao ceremony. You say, this is fantastic. I did tell everyone. doing a cacao ceremony. Did anyone care? No one gave a
1: shit. Not a shit. No. I've stopped telling people. Zero shits. I've stopped telling people. When we started the podcast every week, at least four times a week, someone would say, what are you doing this week? What are you doing this week? Oh my God, what are you trying this week? No one cares now. I could tell them that we were trying uh, anything. Anything. No one would bat an eyelid. The period pant facial. Period period blood face mask. Yeah. I mean, honestly, I feel like I could tell anyone that and they they wouldn't say anything. They'd be like, oh, great. Knock yourself out. I know. What's that about? I think
0: we've we've kind of done the shock factor, and then okay. those same people mm. all they do is harp on back to Fabbing. and perineal sunning. Yeah, that's all they they're like, oh yeah, she yeah she's got a self care podcast. She suns th- her bum hole. Yeah,
1: yeah. So it's I don't
0: actually sun my bum, bum hole, and that's like it was one practice, and we don't really do that.
1: I'm like feeling hyper aware that James has this very young intern in the studio today and the things he's had to hear this morning, I feel like his ears are going to bleed by the time he leaves. I'm sorry. Sorry, Jesse, Sorry.
0: (laughs) But you know what's interesting? What? We must not and cannot edit ourselves for other people. We can't. It's true. Which is going to be much more how my week went. But
1: so that's quite interesting in itself. I mean, my sons are so used to the horror of having me as a mother, but other teenage boys aren't. He might be. <laughs> you don't know, right? I want I, this thing. I want to ask you first. Did you like the taste of it? And also, can you describe it—the actual cacao itself? C-
0: Before we go there, yeah. I, I want to say, like, can we just talk through what happened? So we had okay. the interview, which yeah. you've just heard, yes, and then we, James, very, very kindly rejigged the whole studio around for us to sit in the middle, yeah. And then we all sat down on a blanket um, with a couple of candles. And with cushions. And crystals. And it was gorgeous. And she put the three beautiful cups in the middle. Yeah. um, And she had a big flask of cacao that she'd already made. um, And she started to set the space, Mm -hmm. didn't she? Yes. And she basically kind of facilitated it so that it was an open space, it was a safe space and that we could say whatever came up or not say anything. She was just brilliant. Yeah, and it was only the three of us. And I really sat there and thought, and I feel very grateful for this. Mm. I really thought, I really don't know what's going to come up because it's not like I was coming to the space with a struggle or needing an answer on something Same. or needing direction or guidance on yeah. something. Um
1: So I really didn't know Mm. if anything
0: was going to come up.
1: I felt exactly the same. But I also felt if something does come up and maybe if I like cry or something happens, I feel okay about that. It's just the three of us. James was milling around. The lights were dim. We were very comfortable. And she took us through a really nice relaxation in the beginning and a couple of breathing exercises and just really... Yeah, set the intention, set the tone for the ceremony, and I. She was a very good um, practitioner. She was. She's excellent. a very good space holder. She was excellent. Yeah, absolutely. Because excellent. we've had a few, and they're not all great. <laughs> but you could tell she
0: knows her shit. Oh, we really have had a few. Yeah, by the way, and there've been a few that we haven't released on here because they've been really not great.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Um but this was
1: the opposite. This was the opposite. So we did that all of
0: that first. And so you
1: don't actually drink the
0: cacao for a good like half an hour yeah. into the session. It's mm-hmm. desperate to try it. Me too. Desperate. Yeah. And It was quite it was a cold day yeah. and this lovely flask just sat there and the cups looked so inviting and everything just looked so delicious and mm. warm and and then she poured the cacao and it looked like a gorgeous creamy cup of hot chocolate and she'd inf- she'd made it with some chili and some cinnamon and almond milk,
1: hadn't she? Um it was cashew milk. So it was cashew milk. it was blended with fresh turmeric, fresh ginger, cinnamon, chili, and cashew milk, yeah. And it was I mean, the how smell, delicious the does, smell does that sound? Was so rich, wasn't it?
0: And it tasted like I'm not talking about Cadbury's hot chocolate, no. but it tasted like proper... Hot chocolate. It was, I would say... Fresh
1: chocolate. It was spicy and warming. It was... I really liked it. And I could taste all the notes of everything that she'd put in there. And then I did have a little bit of anxiety when she was like, okay, smell it, smell it. And we smelt it. And then she's like, now you can take a sip. I took a sip. And then she said, now you can just... We're just going to sit here in silence for a few minutes together and, and, and drink the cacao. And obviously I was like, oh my God, it's a whole cup of liquid. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> that's really intimidating for me because you know how I am with liquids and drinking generally and I was you like, drink coffee no problem no but I was like do I I can't like say anything because we're in the space but do I have to drink the whole thing and what if I don't and if I only drink half I won't get the heart opening benefits so I better make sure I drink it all in and, and, and she sort of she drank it quite intentionally as in, I could hear her drinking it like quite regularly, and I was like, "Okay, should I be drinking it like at the same speed as her?"
0: You—you a... slipped well into comparison. I
1: did have a bit of like the actual swallowing the cacao anxiety, <laughs> but it <laughs> was did. very nice. No, no, I'm not saying it wasn't nice, but it's just like that. You know, I just anyway, I did finish it. Well done. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> well done for finishing the very delicious
0: cup of cocoa that was. But in front I was of a you. bit intimidated
1: by the large cup of c- cacao.
0: You're a funny thing.
1: I know. You're a funny I thing. I had lip- absolutely no issue okay.
0: with drinking the cacao. Okay. I-, I thought it was delicious. And then she she basically told us that whatever, in, in the breathing techniques that she was doing in, and bringing us sort of in present and bringing us together and setting the space, she wanted us to, whatever word came up, for us Mm. and that was going to be our intention Mm, we sort of put our hand on our hearts it was gorgeous and then she wanted that same intention to go into the cacao so you would sort of like speak it into the cup
1: oh yeah in your mind yeah like whatever word came up and
0: then you drink it so then you're drinking Mm. the intention Mm. it Mm. was
1: amazing Mm. what was your word my word was the same as my phrase that i told her afterwards oh so it was a phrase yeah so that came up quite early for you yes yes and that was what I kind of held on to when she was like, "Think about what's happening." that was what I thought about. Did yours not come up immediately? Did you have to I had a end? word, I right. had a few words, yeah. and then
0: it kind of it I went on a bit of a journey with it. okay, it was lovely. Do you
1: want join a share words or not? My your words,
0: words were um integrity mm-hmm. boundaries mm-hmm. and acceptance nice.
1: Is't that nice? Yeah. That is nice.
0: And it, at that point, I didn't really know what it was going to mean or where it was going to take me. But mm. they were just the three words I wanted to hold
1: intention around. Mm-hmm. And yours? Like freedom. That was my word. Not in the George Michael sense, just in the true sense. Freedom. S- yeah. So we we drank, we put our hands on our hearts. And then she said, if you'd like to share the phrase or share what's come up for you, you may. Is that right? Am I remembering that correctly? I did not know what you were going to say. Really? You didn't have a clue. Did you think I might
0: say nothing? No, you always say something. You always bring something to the space.
1: What did you imagine? It's not for you. You
0: would never turn around and go, I've got nothing to say. You would never do, You're too much of a people pleaser to do that. You, I am. Ne- you would never what do that. What did you
1: imagine that I was going to say? I didn't know. Oh, okay. And to be honest, I wasn't overly focused on you. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> I thought, were you worried, like, oh my God, is she going to just hate this? There was a
0: point where she mentioned that we had to journal after. Well, oh, she was yeah. inviting
1: us to journal after. She, and she gave us a notepad, a really nice notebook and Gorgeous pen. note. It's here. Oh, it's here actually. on the desk, yeah.
0: And it's got her logo on yeah. it.
1: And I just thought, Lauren's going to hate that. She's yeah. going to hate it. Yeah. Because she hates journaling. I do hate journaling. But I thought the fact that she's used the word invited, not like, and by the way, afterwards we're going to journal. I thought, it's okay, I don't have to journal. I feel safe enough to say, Helen, I, I don't journal. So it's okay. So yeah, we, well, then we sort of spoke from our hearts. Is that right? Afterwards, I'm having a little trouble recollecting exactly how, yes. how yes. it went. Yeah. Yes. So that that was what came up for me. Well, it was freedom from constraint. Freedom from said. constraint was what was sort of floating around in the space. And then we sort of just chatted didn't yeah. we? we had a lovely chat. Yeah. There
0: wasn't a lot of talking. No. It was in an hour and a half ceremony, and there was probably 10 minutes of talking.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: That's about right, isn't it? Mm. A lot of it was meditative.
1: Very much so.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, And then we had a chat about where we were at and what was coming up for us. We delved into it a little bit, and then she took us into a visualization, a really lovely visualization, and we both fell asleep.
1: Did you also fall asleep? Well, I
0: went into a different state of consciousness for sure. Whether that was sleep or whether it was some trippy
1: state. I, ca- I can't tell you what the difference was. So it does, the cacao is supposed to take you into a sort of elevated state. And sh- yeah, I definitely went somewhere.
0: But was it sleep? That's what I'm wondering. because I don't think mine was sleep. I think it was a different level of consciousness.
1: I <clears throat> had a very unusual experience where I just picked up a load of stuff from Helen and that does happen to me. If I'm in a space where someone's v- near me, you know, like a massage or when someone's very near my head, I pick up a lot of stuff from them. And the only time that didn't happen was with the angel therapy woman, which is why I found it such a transformative practice. Cause I, said, about to, you. I said to her afterwards, I, d- I can't feel anything from you. I didn't feel anything. And she was like, yeah, because I, don't allow that, which was why I found it so amazing of many of the practices we've done. But I, I just picked up all this stuff about Helen that came in very clearly to me, and then I sort of fell asleep. I think I fell asleep. Not sure. Yeah. Again,
0: I think it was a different state of consciousness. Maybe
1: it was like a meditation. Yeah. Vibe. That's what I'm saying. It wasn't sleep. So she was. She, yeah it it's it's a little hard to explain and i'm i'm a little worried that it doesn't come across on a podcast as it as it as we experienced it but that's the best way i can describe it she talked she did a visualization we sat with our eyes and shut and a lot did come up it it did a lot came up
0: and mine was all about um putting down worrying about what other people think of you now on the surface i don't really worry about what other people think of me but sometimes i can uh, sort of change my energy to suit other people. And actually, this was a place, th- this was because the word integrity came up like, just always stand in your integrity and have a boundary around that, that you just get to be you wherever you are, however you are, with whoever you're with, mm. and trust that you are solid enough that you can do that now. Mm. It was lovely. Mm. It was so heartwarming. Mm. And I know that's the whole point of it. But that's exactly what it was. It mm. was just a lovely message to
1: walk away with. Mm. I think mine was more. Don't be sort of constricted or constrained by other people's feelings and behaviors and moods and how they are. Don't let that restrict how you w- want to show up. I th- it's very similar it was quite similar it's very similar but that was what came to me like if because she said what if you're if you could speak to your heart what would your heart say to you and that that, and that was what it said it was like freedom freedom from constraint don't don't feel think be a certain way because you're reacting to other people's to other people's stuff you know was trust.
0: my heart was saying trust trust your integrity have a boundary around your integrity protect it Mm. because it's solid so It was lovely. It yeah. was so lovely. It was nice. And then we sort of woke up. But the thing is, can I just say yeah. on that that we had a very similar message? Yes. Different because we yeah. we struggle in different areas.
1: Yeah.
0: I'm talking in the depths of our yeah. soul. But we're obviously in the same space because we're working together, that yeah. we're in this this funny place of visibility, of if we're gonna have more visibility or if we're not, and that comes up and that brings up certain I don't want to say insecurities because that's the wrong word. It brings up certain questions around it of how we would both feel about it and how yeah. people respond to you. Yeah.
2: Absolutely. There's a there's a lot of
0: that. And I think we're both probably juggling that a little bit at the moment.
1: Yeah. Unconsciously. M- maybe. For me, it was definitely more about what happens with the people around me, the people I love, people I know. For, that was what came up yes, for me more than people is. I don't know. No, no,
0: it was about people yeah. I know. And it's, it was all unconscious, is what I'm saying. Mm.
1: It was. It, it's quite hard to describe it, isn't it? The mm. whole thing.
0: It was lovely, and Helen was brilliant. Should we summarise? Yeah. In the summary. Yeah, I loved it. I really loved it. I came away with a lovely, grounding, a very grounding message to bring back to myself, and it was beautiful. And it was like I've been brought back to my soul. It was so lovely. And I think, well, the world is so, this is so trite, but so chaotic and so busy and we get caught up in day-to-day stuff and the kids stuff and dropping people here and doing this and running to that meeting and there's always a million things in the space that we don't get the opportunity to sit down with a cup of, it didn't really matter if it was cocoa yeah, or that, not. That's
1: what I was going to say is that I felt the actual cacao itself for me Delicious. Lovely but it wasn't could have been a cup of green tea, it could have been anything. It, it was, could have been any drink. It was how
0: Helen held the space yeah. I
1: found yes for I, me. I agree. And
0: bringing... allowing myself to have that space and allowing me to touch base with my heart and my soul was wonderful because I don't get enough opportunity or I don't allow enough opportunity
1: for it well it's very rare in life like of a day that you get to sit for an hour and a half meditating in silence and thinking about your inner thoughts it just doesn't really happen right (laughs) you know, in a safe space and then given the opportunity to talk about them with other people. No, that doesn't happen. So for me, yes, the experience was a positive, nice experience. The cacao itself, I can't say I felt that in and of itself was was transformative but for you me. Don't, but you don't know. But I don't know how it would have been had we done the ceremony without the cacao. Exactly. and um, that, And it is a
0: heart opening drink. Yeah. And it opened both of our hearts.
1: It, yeah, and definitely, I did have a very odd experience during the visualization, and picked up stuff from Helen, and that stuff turned out to be accurate, and that was weird. It's not that weird. It was a bit weird. Is it weird? You still weirded out by? It think a bit. I didn't even flutter my she eyelids. I didn't even did flinch. I? I was like, I just and I, and also, I never she picked up about she'd picked up about her an- ancestral history. I just never know if it's ancestral appropriate history. to share, but I sort of it was so I was getting such a clear, strong message like i was being spoken to and i was like i just have to tell her because it feels now it feels weird if i don't i just said i just feel like you've got ancestors in scotland and she said yeah my grandma who i never met i was like well she's here and she's the reason why you do this work and it was so clear to me and i felt very weird saying it and feeling it but she was so receptive to it thank you (laughs) it was actually nice to hear it doesn't happen to me often but when it happens it's very strong like it's she, very clear she was
0: ve- she's very spiritual a yeah. very spiritual so being she was okay she's with Very that. in touch with herself it was very safe to share that <coughs> but it, which
1: is why it came to you it came strong but i think it came because i was in the space where i was open to feeling and hearing things yes you your know, heart
0: had been opened
1: oh look at the face Mm. Crack it open with a chisel. <laughs> Crack the dark, dark, closed heart. There's open nothing with a dark
0: about your heart. Nothing. It's oh, sweet. I don't want to change anything about oh you. Oh my God. Unlike you okay. wanting to I change. I want to
1: change everything about Nicole. Everything from top to bottom. Don't I?
0: Yeah. Okay.
1: Anything didn't work?
0: I don't mind if you want to change my arse. I mean, that could be a bit smaller. Um, <laughs> anything that didn't work? No. I really loved it. I really loved it. I highly
1: recommend it. I also really enjoyed it. Yeah. Great. Nothing didn't work for me.
0: So the big question, Mm -hmm. is it coming in the club? Yes. Yeah. Cacao is definitely, definitely coming
1: in the club. It's on our hot drinks menu. Oh my God. Yes. But do you think it's okay for people to just come in the club and just say, could I just have one of the cacaos without being in ceremony, just drinking it? Is that okay We're going to have a cacao corner. Oh, that what it will be called?
0: The cacao corner. And it's like, you know, when you go into a spa and you have the quiet rooms? Yes. It will be quiet. You're not allowed to sit in there, no phones allowed. Just yeah, a small space. Yeah. There'll be like three stools. Yeah. And you sit there and it's very dark and very dim and very quiet. And you just sit there with your cup of cocoa. You can sit there for 10 minutes. Cup you can quiet sit there meditation. for 20 minutes. And you meditate with a cup of cocoa, the cacao. That is what's going to happen. Yeah, because it's a very different vibe to a kombucha.
1: Yes, not, you and a matcha. You can't have those in the same, same space. You know, or a mushroom tea. No, 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 no. Okay, yeah,
0: that's great. Good idea. Thanks. Nice. Nice.
1: So yeah, it's coming in the club.
0: So that is our show on cacao we'll be back on friday we're going to ask you guys if you've ever tried cacao and what you think of it if you want to be in touch hello at selfcareclub.co.uk come find us on instagram at selfcareclubpod all the links are in our show notes if you just scroll down now you'll find us everywhere please come join us everywhere that would be great and we will be back on friday see you then